Jesus, I pray over this word this morning. I pray every one of us would hear you speak to us. Pray for the Holy Spirit himself, Lord, to inspire us, draw us closer to you through your word today. And we say thank you for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So we're doing the, a new start, and it's part two. I promised you that we'd go on with part two this week. And you, I love that picture. You know what? Push away 2018 and pull in 2019, all right? So we're excited about 2019. I want to start off with this amazing scripture found in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 to 8. This scripture for me is one of the most challenging scriptures I've ever found in the scriptures. Because every time I read it, it's almost as if God is, is saying, this is for you. You've you got to pre- not just hear it, we've got to practice it. In church, this scripture, what I'm going to present to you now, I'm going to challenge you. Don't just hear it. Don't just highlight it. Let's practice it this year as a church. It says this. Uh, verse 6, do not be anxious about, what, how many things? Anything. But in everything, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, and admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, Think about such things. Another translation puts it this way. Don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Now, I don't know about you. Every single new year, 1st of January, like I said last year, presents to us an opportunity of a brand new start. And imagine this morning if I could come to you and say, you know, come on guys, 2019, if there's one, uh, one wish, if there's one prayer I could make over our lives and your life is simply this, uh, uh, let, let there be no stress. How many people would go like, yes, come on, be honest. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but we've just gone through a move and all that. And, you know, there's stress. Everyone experiences stress. Uh, stress. If I could say to you, no, 2019, let's have a stressless life. Everyone will be like, yes, that is awesome news. Pastor, preach it. We like you. Well, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, here is uh, some news for you. I don't think you're ever going to get rid of stress. Some of you are like, you started so well. <laughs> you, you, you like got us excited and now you just throw this at us. No, you're not going to get rid of stress. Unfortunately, the world we live in today, there's always going to be some form of stress. What we need to do as believers is learn how to actually handle the stress in such a way that it's going to produce peace in our lives, it's going to produce faith in our lives, it's going to produce prayers in our lives, it's going to produce a lifestyle that's actually going to bring glory to God. Did you know, I know this is crazy, but did you know it's proven that you actually need stress in your life? You actually need stress to make you perform. That's a proven fact. I didn't like that when I read I'm going to be honest with you. I was preparing a message where, yes, God, take the stress away. Yes, no more pressure. Oh, this is awesome. And then all of a sudden I realized as I searched scriptures and as I, as I studied this subject further that actually stress is not really a bad thing. It's too much stress. It's not handling pressure well that will either make you or break you. Let's be honest. That's the absolute truth. Anyone ever write me a trick here before? No stress, eh? Simple. Nope. No, there was stress. But that stress got you to a point where hopefully some of us studied, okay? Like I say, too much stress will kill you. 
You see, the problem comes in when stress actually turns into something called worry or anxiousness, as the Bible says. I want to I I put this to you today. When stress comes, we have to make a decision. Are we going to be warriors or are we going to be warriors? Now, I wish I could write that on the board. The one has got an A, the other one's got an O. When stress comes, I want to be a warrior. I want to stand up strong for God. I want to, I want to, I want to be a, a, someone who's more than a conqueror. And by the way, you cannot be more than a conqueror unless you've got something to conquer. I cannot be an overcomer if I've got nothing to overcome. So the reality is simply this. When stress, when, when worries come, when, oh, not worries, but when stress comes and pressure comes, I have an opportunity, and this is the way we need to start seeing things. I've got an opportunity to be an overcomer. I've got an opportunity to be a conqueror. Or I can be a warrior, the O side, and be someone who will be killed because of stress. Which one do you want to be? I like this. I read this in an article. It says that some time ago in the United States Public Health Service, it issued a statement in connection with uh, the nervous, uh, nervous diseases that everyone was struggling with and a tendency to worry, of worry to weaken and shorten life. In this statement was the following observation, no doubt suggested by the words of Jesus himself. This is what someone wrote, said this, So far as I know, no bird has ever tried to build, to build more nests than its neighbor. No fox has ever fretted because he had only one hole in which to hide. No squirrel ever died of anxiety lest he should not lay uh, in, enough for two winters instead of one. And no dog ever lost any sleep over the fact that he had not enough bones laid aside for his declining years. <laughs> you know, you know, when I read that, that's actually the truth. So often we create our own stress. So often we create our own worries. So let's discuss quickly in the next 10 minutes. Well, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but let's try. How, how to handle stress this year. Number one, I believe change the way you think. I honestly believe, church, we're going to change our whole thinking pattern. John 14, 27 says this, peace I leave with you. Think about those words. This is not me speaking. This is not a doctor speaking. This is Jesus himself speaking to us. And he's saying, guys, I am leaving you what? Peace. Not just any peace. It goes on to say, my own peace I now give you and bequeath to you. Not as the world gives it to you. Do not let your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. In other words, stop allowing yourselves to be agitated and disturbed and do not permit yourselves to be fearful and intimidated and cowardly and unsettled. In other words, what Jesus is saying, I have given you my peace. I'm leaving you to make the decision whether you're going to put your trust in the world or put your trust in me. Because if you put your trust in me, you will be an overcomer. You put your thing, your trust in the things of this world, guess what? It will fail you. John 16, I've told you these things so that in me you may have perfect, what? Peace and confidence. In this world today, we need people who have perfect peace and therefore will act in perfect confidence in this world. Jesus goes on to say, in the world you will have, what's that? Oh my word, I don't like that, but that's what Jesus actually said. Jesus actually said, in this world you will have trouble. Did you know that? I, I, I don't like that scripture, but it's there. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't believe me, go and read it. You will see that Jesus never promised a world with no troubles. 
He actually said, in this world you will have trouble. There will be problems. You'll have tribulations and trials and distress and frustration. But be of good cheer. In other words, hey, guys, you are going to have your problems. You are going to have your stress. You are going to have issues that will come up against you. But be of good cheer. Take courage. Be confident. Be certain. Be undaunted. For I have overcome the world. I've deprived it of its power to harm you and conquer you. Here's good news, church. When you face your trouble, when you face your pressure, when you face your stress, you are not facing it alone. You have God with you. It's time for us in the year 2019 to handle stress properly, to handle the issues and the problems properly because God is with us. I love the fact the scripture says he hasn't just given us any peace. He's given us his peace. How many people know you've got the Holy Spirit living within you? We just know that. We know the Spirit. We know we're the temple of the Holy Ghost. He has given us His peace. I love someone wrote this and said, Worry is the interest paid on trouble before it's due. (laughs) I want to do something quickly. I've got a short time, but I don't have the time to illustrate. But when I did a youth group once, I, I asked a young boy to stand in front of the whole crowd, and I had a ball in my hand. I said to him, Look, I'm going to take this ball, I'm going to throw it, you, throw it at you as hard as I can. You should have seen this boy's face. His eyes, what? All the youth are like, yes, throw it, yeah. You know, young people, they're like, kill him. Yeah. <laughs> so I got this boy, he's like, you can see he looks worried now because I told him, I'm going to throw this at you. Right? Are you ready? He's like, no. I said, I am. But what I want you to do is I'm going to, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. And in the next 30 seconds, all I want you to do is worry about how hard I'm going to throw it at you. Can you do that? So the boy said, pardon? I said, I want you to worry. Show everyone your stress. Show everyone. So he stood there and you can see everyone's laughing at this guy because he's like, ah, he's like worried. After 30 seconds, you know what this great pastor did? I threw it at him as hard as I could. He wasn't very happy, but I, tr- I, I pointed out a lesson. No matter how much he worried, no matter how much he stressed, it did not change the fact that the ball was coming. Ladies and gentlemen, I don't care how much you worry, I don't care how much you stress, it's not going to change your situation. You have been trying to change your situation by worrying and stressing about it, but the reality is if you're very honest with yourself, if you're honest with God, if you're honest with me today, you will know that that worry and stress change nothing. There's only one person that can change things in your life, and that is God, that is Jesus Christ. He can come into any situation, and because He has given us His peace, uh, think about Jesus on the boat when there's a huge storm, everything's going wrong. Isn't it amazing? Everyone else is, 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 is crying, is thinking, oh, I'm going to die guess where Jesus is he's sleeping and when they woke him up I can imagine he was in a bad mood because he was really having a great dream he's like what's wrong with you where's your faith peace be still what happened to the storm quieten down Jesus can do that with you someone also said the eagle that soars in the upper air does not worry itself how to cross rivers there's no eagle seeing a river down there oh no how do I cross that that thing is so deep no an eagle just flies over did you know we are meant to soar with Jesus We're meant to soar over those issues, those problems, those stressful moments. There's two days we should never worry about, yesterday and tomorrow. You cannot change yesterday. There's nothing, let me just say, when tomorrow comes, face the problems tomorrow. But today is the day we can make decisions that will impact us. Then secondly, we've got to pray specific prayers this year. You've got to pray specific prayers. You know what, one thing about us Christians, we are very good with shotgun prayers. 
Lord, bless this person. Bless this, bless this, bless, bless, bless. Do you know what? It's time for us to actually be strategic in our prayers. I believe we're going to have less stress if we're actually strategic with our prayers. Lord, if finance is an issue, you've got to start praying. Lord, give me wisdom over my finance. Don't pray it once. I know a lot of people have this teaching, you only pray once and leave it there. It's fine to pray once and leave it there, but it's a good thing to thank God for what He's about to do in your life. It's a good thing to pray, God, give me wisdom on how to handle my finances. We've got to be specific in our prayer. For example, if you don't like my preaching, be specific in your prayer. Don't ask God to take me away. Ask God to empower me with the Holy Spirit. Inspire me with great scriptures. Man, if, if finance is a problem, ask God, give me wisdom. Your neighbor might rock up your door, knock on your door and say, listen, I think you should stop gambling. Now, don't get cross with your neighbor. You've asked God to reveal you what the problem, what the problem is. Deal with the problem. Stop gambling. You agree? Amen. Well, let's carry on. Uh, I'm going through this quickly, all right? So the next thing we need to do this year is change your perspective. Sometimes it helps to see things from another perspective. Quickly, just going to read through this quickly. This is awesome stuff. Please take note of this. I read this again, okay? So this is not my words, okay? But I love these words. It says this, Lord, thank thee for the sink of dirty dishes. We had plenty of food to eat. Lord, thank you for the pile of dirty, stinky laundry that we've got to wash. We've got plenty to wear. And I thank you, Lord, for the unmade beds that we're in. They're so warm and comfortable and last the whole night. Lord, thank you for the bathroom that's a mess. The mirrors are are dirty, the soggy, grimy towels, the dirty laundry. Why? Because it's convenient. Thank you for the finger-smudged refrigerator that my children left open and needs to be replaced because it's served us for many years and it's still going and we've got cold, cold drinks and we've got cold milk and everything stays fresh. Lord, thank you for the oven that that must be cleaned every single day. Why? Because it's baked so many things over the years. Thank you for the family, Lord. And thank you for the tall grass outside that we have. Lord, at least our children have got a place to play. Thank you for even that slamming screen door. My kids are healthy and able to run and play. In other words, what I'm saying is this. When you change your perspective, the things that you think is actually causing you stress is actually a blessing from God. The job that you have, you might be hating it at a moment. I encourage you, Lord, pray for another job, but be thankful for what you have. It still puts food on the table. Amen? And lastly, I'll finish off with this. Fourth point, simply this. This year, you want to handle your stress correctly. This is a big one, all right? You ready for it? I'm ending off with this one. It was good up to now. Now comes the big challenge. You ready for it? This is the big challenge. You want stress? You want to stress less life? You want to overcome things in your life? Simply, simply put. Be proactive and be productive this year. Listen to me very carefully. We got to be a people that are proactive and productive this year. Did you know that most of our stress is actually self-induced? Often we get into the habit of putting things off instead of dealing with it and doing something immediately. We have this habit of just letting it go. It's called procrastination. Anyone heard of that word before? I tend to believe we're all good at that. Am I right? I don't say amen yet because your wife might nudge you and... Someone said this, if it weren't for the last minute, nothing would get done. 
Would you agree? Procrastination. Paul Johnson said it this way, we always have time for the things we put first. You always have times for the things you put first. Someone explained it this way. If you're buttoning up a shirt, and unfortunately I've got to admit I have done this before. If you don't get the first button right, what happens when you get to the bottom or the top? Anyone tell me? I know it's deep theology. This is deep theology. Okay, you ready? eh? This is deep stuff. What happens? Nothing is right. You literally got to start all over again. Ladies and gentlemen, if we don't get the first things right, it's going to cause stress in your life. And guess what our priority should be in the year 2019? What is the first thing that should be on our hearts? What does the Bible say should be first in our lives? Seek ye what? First, the kingdom of God. Then all these other things will be added unto you. Here's the thing. Most of our stress is created because we put the wrong things first. We, we, we leave the priorities till lost. And so I'd like you at this moment to bow your heads for a moment. All right? And think about the stress in your life for a moment. Perhaps it's time to change the way you think. Understand that God has given us a gift. It's called His peace. The thing that you're facing, the pressure that's mounting up, the, 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 the issue that you have to overcome, perhaps God has put it there for you to overcome. Did you think about that? Perhaps God is creating you to be more than a conqueror in the year 2019. Maybe that thing that, that has been carried over from 2018, God is saying to you, this year, overcome it. Why? Because I have overcome the world for you. Maybe it's time to be specific in your prayer life. It's good to pray general prayers, but maybe it's time to pinpoint certain areas of your life and begin to pray God's wisdom. Maybe change your perspective, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe the thing that you're stressing about the most is actually a gift from God. And lastly, and I challenge you with this as you leave today, what is your priority? Do you procrastinate? Do you leave things aside? Do you, do you wait till the last moment? Is God a priority in your life? Come on, 2019, we're going to stress less. We are going to be overcomers in Jesus' name. So Father, right now, as I seal this moment off, I pray in your name, every single one of us, 2019, Lord, I know 2018 had a lot of stress. There was a lot of things that felt like we had overcome. But Lord, 2019 is going to be a different year. I declare that. I prophesy that over our lives. 2019 is going to be a different year. This year, Lord, we're going to come through this year and we're going to go, oh my word, this year I didn't stress half as much. This year I overcame 10 times more than I overcame it and God was with me. So I declare that over my life. I declare over everyone's life here today. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone in the house says, Amen. Bless you. Thank you for being with us this morning.